You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com sermons. Tonight we'll read from 2 Peter 3. We're going to read three verses. 2 Peter 3 verses 8 through 10. Do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved. This is about God coming to destroy the world, his promise. Behold, that with the Lord one day is a thousand years, and a thousand years a day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief in which the heavens will pass away with a roar and the elements be destroyed with intense heat and the earth and all its works will be burned up. So the promise of his coming is the promise of his coming. And Peter said that there's nothing about the passage of time that has obviated that. It will occur. It's still coming. It's still promised. And so the fact that the Lord has taken a while doesn't mean it won't happen. I think sometimes people make too much and literalize thousand years a day and a day is a thousand years. Basically, it's just that the passage of time by our scale is inconsequential to the Lord. I'm reminded of this that we recently studied in Luke. Luke 1, 46, the Magnificent. Mary said, as the angel announced to her, she would have uh, this uh, child to carry. And bring into the world for the salvation of peoples. My soul praises the greatness of the Lord. My soul rejoices in God my Savior. Because he's looked with favor upon the humble condition of his bondservant. Surely from now all generations will call me blessed. And on she goes. She concludes with this. He has helped his servant Israel. Remembering his mercy. To Abraham and his descendants forever. Just as he spoke to our ancestors. Mary goes back and says, and again, Mary, nobody in the Jewish community uh, had heard a message from God except for Zacharias, and he wasn't telling anybody yet. There'd been no message from God for hundreds of years. And when God said to her, we're going to do something here, and you're going to be a part of it, and it's going to be for the salvation of the people, she praised God, and she remembered, she said, you remember your mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever. Mary at that time stood about 2,000 years after Abraham. Mary stands or stood, Mary stood in history about as far from Abraham as we stand from Jesus. It's about 2,000 years from Abraham to Mary. It's right about 2,000 years from Jesus and the apostles to us. And so we stand in the same place, but what does she praise God for? Remembering the promise to him and his descendants forever, just as he told our ancestors. And so what do we do? Well, we should praise God for what he said, and we should trust God in what he said. And as Peter says here, what's a thousand days among the, you know, between Jesus and and the Father? What's what's a thousand years? No problem to them. Now, if if I take around a thousand years to get to something, you probably figure I forgot. Verse 9 said, the Lord is not slow about his promises. Some count slowness. I got to tell you, my wife, when she's told me to do a thing, and six months later, I haven't got around to it. And she starts to, you know, nag about that by bringing it up again. And I've told her, dear, it's only been six months. 
Does that go very far? No, it does not. Because if I haven't done it in six months, guess when Jay's probably going to do it? Now, Jay's not. As a matter of fact, I've taken to telling people, if, if, if you are needing for me to do something and I promise to do something, what I would like you to do, if I, if I haven't done it in the proper time, please send me a reminder text. Please send me a text that says, Jay, have you done this yet? I don't get insulted by that. I tell people to do that. Please send me a reminder. And sometimes people think, oh, I don't want to be rude. No, do, go ahead. <laughs> if you want Jay to do it, push. Push a little. Because I get slow about things. Sometimes it's intentional because I didn't want to. Sometimes I, oh, I'll get to it later and I didn't. Sometimes I just honestly forgot, can't remember it all. You guys know about my memory. But when it comes to humanity, yeah, people are slow. People are slow for all kind of reasons. But God is not slow in that way. He, what, he, what he's actually doing is being patient. But is patient towards you. Because what happens at the promise of his coming? It's the fulfillment of salvation for all those who trust and believe in Jesus Christ. But what is it to all those who haven't yet done that? It sort of shuts the door and seals the deal, doesn't it? And which side of the door are they on? Like those virgins who didn't take enough oil. They're on the wrong side of the door. And so God's delay is purposeful. God's delay is beneficial. God's delay is for our own good because he doesn't want any to perish before the opportunity to repent is taken away. So he'll say down in verse 15, regard the patience of the Lord to be salvation. And so don't think he's being slow because he forgot. He's working on a different time frame. His, his timing and mine, I guarantee you aren't the same. His timing and yours, not the same. We don't think in terms of 1,000 years. Sometimes our, you know, our retirement guys, they'll say, think long term. And I remember when I was younger, they were telling me, think about 45, 50 years from now. For some reason, when they tell me, think long term, not not 50, but anyway, maybe it needs to, but maybe not. But he's on a different time frame. But he will come, and when he comes, he'll find a lot of of lack of preparation. The day of the Lord will come like a thief. So it will come when people don't expect it. That figure is used several times, used in the Gospels, used by Paul to the Thessalonians. But when it comes... I'm sneaking up on folks, even though it's been well announced and well publicized, in which the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the elements burned up with intense heat. There's the fire. The earth and all its works will be burned up. And so a lot of folks think, oh, I wish Jesus had come. <laughs> when you see what that means, you'll think, well, maybe, maybe I'm not quite ready for that yet. And especially if you yourself aren't prepared yet. Amos had to warn the people who thought, oh, the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord. And Amos, Amos said, no, the day of the Lord won't be, won't be glory for you. He said it'll be fire and smoke and gloom and destruction. And so maybe some of us ought not ask for the Lord to come so quickly for the sake of others and maybe even for the sake of ourselves. But God's time has a purpose in delay. The purpose is patience unto repentance. And so let's not waste the time he's given us, waste the opportunities he's given us. Let us repent while there is time, because just as surely as God came to Mary and promised fulfillment of the promises to Abraham, he'll come back, he'll come back with a shout and a final trumpet, and that'll be it, and the elements will burn with intense heat, and so let's make sure we're ready. So tonight, if you need to get ready by confessing Jesus, or you need to come back to him by confessing sin, 
If you need to come to anything where we can help in a spiritual way, we offer the invitations we stand and sing. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.